Hi everyone, welcome to Sunny Commutes Podcast Episode 38, and this is where I talk web development, business, and other related topics. So it's been a long and crazy week. I hope everyone got through the craziness of Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all that. Uh, but speaking of other things that get that can get pretty crazy, and that is releases. So if you're uh, thinking about releasing a new product, an idea, or a new feature for something that you already have, maybe a couple of features, I've come up with a small list of three things. This is honestly quite simple. It's um, kind of like it's stuff that just makes sense, but uh, you can easily forget to do this. Uh, but I've noticed that when I apply these uh, tips or advice uh, to when I want to release something, it tends to make the release a lot smoother. So let's just get right into this. The first item on this list is before you start to develop that product or idea, uh, make sure that you scope out the features or whatever you know whatever the things that you're going to release make sure you scope that out to be very simple and small uh, don't have too many moving parts so for example a recent release that we did for brand search it's a simple little website where you can look up uh, brand assets like colors and logos and from the start before we even started coding anything we decided it was going to be a very small release. It was a new product, so we made it to be an MVP, a minimum viable product. That means that we scoped it out to have the most minimum amount of features, or I guess least minimum, uh, whatever. We released it with the least amount of features that we needed for it to do its job, to to fulfill like the business goal, right? So we decided to release you know as few features as possible but have it still be useful and we also from a technical architecture uh, perspective we decided to do a static website now i did a website or uh, i did an episode on this um, on the podcast and basically a static website just doesn't have any you know dynamic uh, code that runs on the server it's all static files just html css and javascript and this makes it where, yes, you're limited to certain aspects of the site. You know, there is no like backend API. We have all the data loaded initially in the page, but that helps uh, with performance in terms of how much data we have, which is not a whole lot. And, um, but this made the release a lot simpler because all we had was one single static website, uh, no other moving parts, and um, that, that made this release a lot smoother. So before even, you know, develop something um, think about the time in which you're going to release this how big do you want that to be because the bigger it's going to be uh, the more parts then the the more complicated it will be to release it so so that's the first item uh, the second one is right before you release so you've got it developed and you're kind of just going through things making sure everything's okay so I recommend that you find or make your own uh, website release checklist basically just there's a bunch of ones out there but uh, you'll probably just want to make your own based on your product and, um, and and modify some things so basically you just want to put things on there specific to the release um, and things that you should double check so obviously make sure that all the links work but also all the optimization stuff like for uh, search engines make sure you have the proper metadata in the page 
for social media. Make sure that when you you know when people share your website on uh, Twitter and Facebook, that all the right data and all the pictures and stuff show up properly. And this stuff that you don't really think about during development. So that's why this is specific to a release. Um, just make a checklist, um, check off things, you know, accessibility, performance, all that stuff. And finally, once you have released it, uh, you'll want to be able to track uh, bugs and uh, the, just the amount of users on, on your website. So Google Analytics, there's also Hotjar to detect where people are clicking, um, and also reporting of bugs. There's uh, I don't remember a specific service, but there's different ones for tracking JavaScript errors. So look at a couple of those. Make sure you have that installed in your site. That makes it easier to uh, fix bugs once you're out live in production. So hopefully this was useful. Uh, let me know. Tweet me at sunnysingh.io, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.